Here we go, it's time now for the General Knowledge Podcast, Season 3, Episode 9 tonight. Uh, the date today, 21st of February 2021, and my goodness, what a what a busy, full-on last couple of weeks it's been since we uh, joined you for um, for a full show. Uh, the last episode I put up was uh, just a bonus show content uh, teaser there with uh, my interview with James and Pete. Um, so I hope you guys can get on board. Join me over at patreon.com, I think it's... Uh, forward slash Real News Australia, and that way you can grab all the extra content over there as well and for uh, supporting uh, what we do. But the rest of the shows, as per usual, are up for free, as is this one. It'll be a full episode as well, so season three, episode nine. Andy's with me at the moment. Hopefully, Ethan will be joining a little bit later on. Ando, my man, how's it going, brother? Good evening, General. Going really, really good. It's been a big weekend. Oh, it has. Um, I... (laughs) I don't know what goes on when uh, these things come up, but I've always seemed to get freaking commitments and family things. And so I, we were at a bloody Muggera Dam for a family members' bloody 50th birthday party, so we weren't able to attend, unfortunately. Because um, I was actually looking forward to going to this one. It seemed like there was at least 5,000 people from all the footage I've seen at the Brisbane one. But tell us, man, you were there, you were on the ground, and oh. Reporting live uh, <laughs> from the day. <laughs> Tell us your thoughts and um, yeah, like Mate, give, us, was, give us the vibe, man. Look, you know, ever since the Freedom Rally started, it's like it's just been going in strength. And actually, the should, just, I'll just quickly interrupt. So this is the Millions March uh, against uh, mandatory vaccination, isn't it? That's a, that's basically what this march was for around Australia today. Uh, yesterday, right. sorry. Yep. Yeah. Okay, cool. yeah. I Sorry. just I just sort of referred to them as the freedom rallies. Yeah, I think that's probably good too. I just want just so the international listeners know what we're referring to. But yeah, big protests happening around the country, and Andy was in the Brisbane one, of course, as per usual. So continue yeah. on, brother. Uh, so you know, like it's it's everything's maturing. They've got like a proper stage and like good good power, and you know, like three um, like boom mics and 
like it's all happening you know like it's all, all really starting to mature and like lots of new faces you know like man it was just absolutely incredible so, um, so like, you mean becoming, in the crowd or the speakers what do you mean yeah, new faces uh, yeah yes both actually but like lots of new faces in the crowd too lots and lots and lots of people that were obviously newbies to the movement mm -hmm. and like becoming awake to what's going on so um you know like you know how i i sort of look at life at more of like a spiritual like like angle to probably what most people do but but like the great awakening is definitely upon us brother you know like people are mm. really getting it now they're really it is all starting to amp up at a great rate of knots and um people are getting very very interested in coming together with like-minded people and joining these groups and getting, getting involved in the crowds and and everything and the vibe was high. The feelings were really, really good. Um, the speakers like pumped everyone up, and it was an absolutely awesome, awesome afternoon. The best yet by far, and um, people were absolutely ecstatic. It, the, I can't explain like you know the mood and the vibe with the people there. People were absolutely like cheering and clapping and hugging, and everything was like so, so, so good. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really good. I can tell you now, the one that I was at, um, I think it wasn't the last one, it was the one before, but uh, there's such an awesome energy, isn't there? There's such a good vibe and you feel mm. it. You just feel it all around you. All the people you look at, they're all strangers and strange fate. Most of them are anyway. Um, you know, we obviously know quite a few of the people who do go, but um, yeah, most of the faces you see, like they're, they're all strangers, but you don't feel like they're strangers. Like you just know that these people are like brethren like they're just brothers and sisters you know, I mean they're just they're in the same boat they feel the same way you do and they're sharing that same vibrational energy it's just so good I think it's fantastic yeah, that's, I couldn't have put it better myself you know like it's been a tough 12 months you know like mentally for a lot of people it really has you know with their with their workplaces particularly and and the breaking up of a lot of families around in the place too you know because people just like just don't get it within the family and they they really won't for some time to come, you know. So mm -hmm. it's sort of when when you're coming together with a few thousand people and you're all like-minded, then, you know, the vibe is very, very strong and people are just happy, you know, like it is It is so good. So, you know, like uh, to put an upbeat spin on it, like with everything that's going on, if the movement, if the if people awaken at, the, at this pace, then um, really, I think by the end of this year, uh, we're in for some massive changes politically, uh, environmentally, um, spiritually, and and the way that we look at medicines and uh, this whole scamdemic and everything like that is going to completely change up. So um, I am very, very, very positive for the future, you know. So um, even though this, this criminal government is like you know trying its very very best to roll out like you know illegal agendas and and all the rest of it mm. but um but i'm very i'm very very hopeful for the future so you know they seem desperate don't they like they're the establishment Absolutely. yeah we look at the news danielle always is always constantly because she's sort of on our iphone that has like an apple news and it sort of feeds your headlines and things but She's constantly keeping a close eye on it for all the propaganda and the bullshit that's coming out. 
on a on a not even daily but on an hourly basis almost it seems like she'll check it every now and again she'll be like oh here's another one she'll flick it to me for me to have a look at and i'm like man it is just thick and fast with the amount of utter utter propaganda that's coming out of the mainstream media like in complete promotion of all the shit that's going on but mainly i wanted to sort of talk about it a little bit about it with regards to the marches so of course I actually said shared some of the live footage from people who were on the ground at the, at the marches, and one I can't remember her name, but one lovely lady was uh, live streaming on Facebook, and she shared. She, yeah, there was a Channel Nine news. He was the only fuckwit in a suit, you know, and she's looked, turned around, and oh, there's a guy in a suit, got the Channel Nine lanyard, and he's sitting there making notes, you know. So they've obviously got their reporters on the ground, you know, taking their version of the events and. Uh, have you seen the reports, Andy? Have you seen what the... You probably haven't, but have you, have you seen what the mainstream media have been uh, talking about, what these rallies were and stuff, and, and the amount of people who attended? Man, you know me. I, I, I actually can't stomach it. I, can't, <laughs> I don't have TV, and, you know, like, I, I, can't, I can't bring myself to actually trying to follow it. And God, God bless Danielle for, like, trying to follow it. But I physically can't. It's hard. Know. I know it's hard. I mean... It, uh, I just, I, I just can't. It just like it just, it just uh, I know. drops to yeah. drops my vibe too far low. But um, but you know, like it's just all theatre, you know. Like they put in the suit and they're taking notes and stuff like that. Like why, why? I, I got no idea. Like because they've also like all, already pre-done the news anyway. Like and like they've already already pre-done a. a t- title and everything for the so-called news for that rally and for the others around the country as well so i don't really i don't understand why anyone would be in a suit taking notes in the first place but it's yeah utterly ridiculous anyway though they were basically told to move on was was what the organizers oh so they told the media to just basically piss off yeah 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 because it's pointless like it's it's absolutely pointless yeah. Well, I can tell you now, mate, they, in all of the news reports I've been able to sort of see um, from the coverage of, uh, of the weekend of the, of the marches, every major media news outlet has reporting hundreds of people, not thousands, only hundreds of, of people attending these marches. And the images they show, you can clearly see there's more than hundreds in the pictures. You know what I mean? If they show you some images, they might only show you a couple and they try not to give it away that there's more people there than what they're letting on. But they're only reporting that hundreds turned up, Andy. How many would you say we're at roughly, we're at the Brisbane one? Minimum 5,000. I'd say probably <laughs> five to five and a half thousand. There you go. There you go. They reported that there were hundreds of people, not thousands hundreds isn't that ridiculous this is the type of manipulation that we're trying to just highlight here and we know they do it they do this every time there's some sort of demonstration or march especially if against vaccination i mean usually it doesn't even get covered to me it's actually i'm actually a little bit impressed that they actually covered it because you know what i mean where it's right on the cusp of the rollout of the vaccine of course so anything that can be going against the the vaccine and speaking ill of it they've of course got to put their spin on it and you know uh do the counterpoint and call us all anti-vaxxers call us all deniers whatever all the fucking other lies and bullshit they come out with but you know then they go and downplay the numbers you know look look everyone else in the world look how little people turned up to these protests well i mean 
it's just a big fuck you from us to them because we can tell you now, everyone who's international or listens to this and maybe people who aren't familiar with how many people turned up, but they were thousands. I, I had someone share um, some some stats. Uh, see if I can bring it up here. I might not have posted it yet, but someone said there was around 5,000 in Brisbane. There was around 7,000 in Sydney. There was around 3,000 plus in Melbourne. Um, Coffs Harbour, Cairns, you know, there was hundreds of those ones in the smaller regional centres. Um, I think even Tasmania or something had a few hundred turnouts for there. They're, they're everywhere. There was thousands of people on the streets on Saturday, the 20th of February, and it was massive. It was a huge, huge push, a pushback, I should say, from, uh, from our side against the system to say, look who you're fucking with. Look how many of us are who are waking up to all the lies and the bullshit. And, um, Mate, it, it's good to see. It's it, it makes me feel good that there's that many people out there now who are who are saying we're not taking it. We're not taking the vaccine. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're seeing it from all around the world. You know, we're seeing even all these health workers from all around the world saying that they're standing up and they're, that they're not going to get it. You know, there's been um, major, major pushback from a lot of these um, different countries around the world and the health organizations and the staff members from within because they know it's it's going to harm them it's not safe it's not properly tested it's it's a first of its kind rolled out you know under emergency powers not 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 approved um via any by any means it's only been been allowed to be pushed onto us under emergency powers you know what i mean so this is just it's it's just lunacy to be honest and people aren't people aren't falling for it anymore are they andy they just they've had enough well, they have had enough, and it's going to be very, very interesting as they roll out the vaccine in the, uh, for Queensland Health uh, amongst all of the healthcare workers in this state during this coming week um, because really uh, these healthcare workers and stuff, they can't hide behind their job and everything like that. It's crunch time now. Somebody's going to be coming at them with a jab mm. now. So mm. the, the, it's, it's really decision time for these people. Um, so it's going to be very, very interesting to see uh, this tight squeeze now between people's workplaces and um, medical coercion. So, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm sitting back watching this whole system like implode in front of my eyes, man. And I'll tell you what, it really, really warms my heart because it is imploding. It can't it. It can't go any faster than this. So, um, so yeah, it's all good, brother. It's all good. Mm. We're holding the line. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah. And yes, they really proved it here, like to to me and a lot of people. Hey, we 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 are powerful, and we we are going to get control of this insanity, absolute insanity. Even the expression on the cops' faces, man. They, they were not interested on Sunday. They were like, uh, they actually looked tired of this crap they just like it it's like it's i don't know it just seems like such a difference between victorian place seem to be like uh, on something or drugged or something like that because they they're just on this like hyper hyper level of in you know madness mm. but um pops in brisbane though they, they were very you know they stayed well well away we hardly saw any of them um there until seemed to be... actually there seemed to be a bit of confrontation in Victoria, though. Sorry, go on. I just wanted oh, to yeah, throw yeah, that out there. Yeah, no, no, that's right. Totally different setup. In it mm, always is, always yeah. has been set up in Victoria and and in Brisbane. So um, yeah, um, 
but yeah, look, it was just it was just great, and uh, and I think I think Victoria has to get through this thing too. I feel a big vibe pushing up down there too. I think people are really really starting to to awaken big time down there as well. Um, and uh, there's some there's some amazing speakers. There's some amazing people that have popped out of out of this woodwork and starting to really really show some very very powerful voice. Um, Pete Evans being one of them. Mm, too, that's right. He was uh, at the Sydney one. Yeah, good on him. Speaks very, very well and very, very well recognised. Um, yeah, yeah. I think man, um, the mainstream media, everything, everything is just like. I mean, there's nothing good, you know. Um, and, and and trotting out Morrison the, other, the today actually with his yes his vaccine. That's what like I wanted to move was, on to next, brother. Yeah. Yeah, you you take you take the floor. Yeah, well, um, yeah. So for those uh, listening, uh, ScoMo, the Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison, uh, took it upon himself to do a, a photo opportunity. Uh, you know, the vaccine is supposed to be begin rolling out as of tomorrow, uh, but he took it upon himself to uh, do a photo op, basically, and have his vaccine on uh, on Sunday. Now. I've already seen people putting up pictures and saying, oh, look, you, know, you can see it looks like it's got a cap on it and he didn't get the shot or whatever. Um, I can tell you now, I've looked in, I've analysed the video and he definitely does have a needle inserted into his arm. What is inside that syringe, I cannot tell you. I don't think anyone can tell you except the people involved. Uh, I highly doubt that he got a COVID vaccine. Um, most likely it was probably just a saline shot you know what I mean? Um, there's definitely something in there. And they definitely push the plunger. You can see the needle going in. They pull it out. There was there was no chicanery there. Um, so yeah, I do think he was injected with something. I don't think he had the COVID vaccine. That's my opinion, and I'll reserve that. But um, but time will tell if he drops dead in a couple of days, and <laughs> we know he had it. <laughs> um, so they would have to be brain dead as as a scamdemic plan to accidentally kill the prime minister of this country oh, I, know. I mean yeah they, there is no way they would be able to risk that that's right because and they know that it would the whole that. thing would unravel if that happened <laughs> oh it would un- unravel very quickly yeah, yeah so and um same with the elderly people um they he had the photo up with um two uh, an older older woman and jane miliak or something her name is and an, an older gentleman i can't remember his name though but um they both wheeled them out and put them on the world stage to show them getting their vaccine as well, even though that the camera was actually blocking the view. Sorry, the nurse's arm was blocking the view of the camera shot of the woman getting her injection, but it does appear to be that she did get it. But again, we don't know if they actually did give, give them the, the actual vaccine. Maybe they wanted to uh, give them just a saline shot as well, just to make sure that they uh, stayed alive for a little bit longer or gave them a placebo, who knows? Because they don't want these two people that they rolled out turning up dead in the next couple of days or extremely ill of the vaccine that they received. But look, hey, keep an eye on the obituaries. <laughs> Anyone who knows these uh, two people that had it uh, or has looked them up and looked their names up, you can find them pretty easy on the mainstream media news articles. Uh, but yeah, I, I dare say that um, if they did get the real injection, keep an eye on the obituaries because... Uh, there's a, there's a good chance that they might not make it. They were both very elderly. One, one, you know, the old guy was in a wheelchair, so uh, you know, who knows? He'd probably have both have some comorbidities or something. Both elderly, yeah. So a little bit dodged, but you know, that's it is what it is. Um, 
I'll be, keep, I'll be keeping it on that. Hey, one thing I wanted to quickly mention too was about these freezers, right? So, right, like, yes. It's fairly big anomaly. I don't know. You definitely would have picked up on it. I'm not, I know you would have. But like, it's this minus seventy degree thing. That's like a special refrigeration like setups that they have in these hospitals. But like, correct me if I'm wrong. They're going to be administering all of these vaccines in suburban you know, injecting centers all, place, all, yeah. all around the country. So like, um, yeah, have they, they got, going? have they rolled out special freezers for all these places? Yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. Right. Um, and that's a good point. Um, is the infrastructure in place to, to cater for this special need of a minus 80 or 70 degrees Celsius at this vaccine. So that's, it's, you know, below freezing point. And, and I mean, what's the deal? Do they take it out of the freezer grab a syringe, pull it out of the vial right there and then? I mean, does it not freeze solid at that temperature? Um, do they have to let it defrost for a while before they inject it into you? Because otherwise they're, they're injecting something into you that's below freezing. Surely that could do some damage to your interior muscle or veins or something if they're injecting frozen liquid into you. Like, I don't know, it just seems a bit dodged to me if that's the case. But again, I don't know for sure, but it does seem very strange. Um is every little local chemist or every little local GP, like you're saying, are they all equipped with proper, you know, COVID-19 vaccine storage capabilities? I, I doubt it because, you I mean, you saw the special uh, refrigerated transport units that these things were supposedly delivered in. Um, I did see someone comment that, you know, they've worked in the transport industry and they know that, yes, they do have these special freezer units for uh, transporting frozen anything you know like medical you know medical things or tissues or whatever else so they do exist they do have that capability but is that what they're then taking to like you said to a local injection center or your local gp who knows it just seems very strange um yeah mm, good point good um, pickup as well so and there was a there was a uh, fairly like widely publicised image when when these vaccines first came into the country. They rolled it off a pallet like an aircraft pallet mm. uh, with with basically a net over the thing mm. with all of these boxes like of the of the vaccines in them. Like what didn't come out of any refrigeration or anything like that. No, but and from what I've what I've seen though, that, and that's what someone pulled me up on and said, yeah, no, these those boxes are actual refrigeration containers like they're, oh. they're they're battery powered and everything as well like they've they um they keep a certain temperature within those crates yeah oh really yeah 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 and i was like oh and i looked them up online and they yeah they, that's that's what that's what they are I, i've seen pictures of them and stuff and and then they, they match what they rolled off the airplane in the cargo shipment um but because I, I was immediately sus as well, I'm thinking, what? That doesn't look like it's you know come off a, a cold storage thing or something. But yeah, it's it's the actual crates themselves can can keep things very cold apparently. Um, but yeah, you're right. It was, it was, you're, I mean, you're absolutely right to question it because we should be we should be really nitpicking all of this stuff and trying to find out what's really going on. Because if we don't, then who else is left? We just believe everything that they put out there. Otherwise, um, yeah. yeah, pretty full on. Um, the other. The other big thing that's um, happened uh, before we get to the social media purge, uh, let's go back just a little bit further. Uh, about two weeks, so February 7th, I put up an article at realnewsaustralia.com and I wanted to just sort of 
read over this series. Well, I'm sure you've probably read it, but anyway, I'll just go over it so the listeners can uh, work out what we're talking about here. So the article's called Forget Tap and Pay, Tap and Display is Coming for Digital Vaccination Certificates. Uh, so the campaign spearheaded by big tech and the banks to go cashless has been a huge success. Queue up behind anyone in the supermarket checkout, for example, and you'll easily see the majority of people paying for their goods via the tap and go pay wave system. Behind that, though, is the rising amount of people using their smartphones to make payments with their credit card stored on their device. However, it does appear that it's the younger generation who is more willing to embrace the smartphone payment technology. The inherent willingness among this generation to utilize smartphone technology is exactly what our governments are counting on. More on that further. Checking into venues and places of business is the next phase in training the younger generation to utilize their smartphone once again. This was introduced by Facebook years ago to get people used to, in a sense, signing in to a location. Now, however, it's made mandatory to scan a QR code when entering a venue like a cafe or a restaurant, sporting ground, etc. Though there are ways around it, for now. The conspiracy theorists were right again. It was talked about years ago that in order to move around in society in the future, our governments would require that some sort of digital proof that we have been fully vaccinated, a vaccine passport, if you will. It was theorized that this could be a microchip implanted under the skin that would be like a pet chip, able to be RF scanned by some authority figure waving a device over the implant to see the information stored within. It was also theorized that our digital money would be accessed via this chip under our skin, having to perhaps hold our hand up and wave it over a scanner to pay for goods and services. Do you see where this is going? As it turns out, the only minor point sorry, the only minor point the conspiracy theorists got wrong was that the chip won't be under our skin, it's in our pocket. Our smartphones are the system we've been trained for years to use. We willingly take them with us everywhere we go. It's now part of our culture. To our detriment, of course, but nonetheless, they're with us, tied to our identities. This is exactly what our governments are now positioning themselves to exploit. An article in the Sun Herald and the Sunday Age has revealed that, I quote, The rollout of the certificates program has gone to the federal cabinet and detailed discussions were held in the cabinet about the project 10 days ago. End quote. The goal is to have all Australians tap and display their COVID-19 vaccination status when required to do so. Quote again, Australians will be able to tap and display COVID-19 proof of vaccination certificates on their phones or carry hard copies with them under plans being finalised by the Morrison government ahead of the vaccine rollout later this month. End quote. No jab, no play was just the beginning. We, you were warned years ago that when they rolled that out, it wouldn't be the end of it. No jab, no school. No jab, no job. No jab, no fly. No jab, no pay. All of these ideas have been floated by our government bodies, industry groups, uh, industries and groups targeting the public to make vaccines mandatory. This whole program took a giant leap forward recently with the Morrison government aiming to roll out the infrastructure, the digital infrastructure behind all of these initiatives. Medicare and MyGov will be tied directly to your vaccination status. That way, any government benefits you're entitled to now will only be granted if you're jabbed. Coercing the public and putting them between a rock and a hard jab. Uh, so that was the one I put up on February 7th, mate. So, And just further today, I was just looking now on um, uh, ABC News. That's our uh, national broadcaster, mate. They've got an article that says, The COVID vaccine is here. Who will be able to see if you've had it? And it's got here the Australia's long-awaited COVID vaccine roll that is scheduled to begin on Monday. 
new laws have just been passed mandating the recording of COVID-19 vaccine information on the Australian Immunisation Register. The changes to the Australian Immunisation Register Act 2015 will mean vaccination providers, such as GP clinics, will need to report to the government who was given the COVID-19 jab, both within Australia and outside of Australia. The Act introduces penalties for providers who don't comply with requests for the information. Before these changes were made, the Australian Immunisation Register, which records inoculations, such as for a seasonal influenza, uh, under school-based programs, and those given private, privately, was maintained on a voluntary basis. Now, vaccine providers will have no choice but to add personal information to the register about people's vaccination status. This information can be accessed by authorised government officials for health and other purposes. I love that little bit there. And other purposes. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So the federal government uh, also has announced that Australians will be able to provide proof of vaccination through an app on their phone. This is just what I was talking about in my article. The idea is uh, this will allow those who have been vaccinated access to services such as air travel. It may also bestow certain privileges such as being able to uh, being eligible to attend sports stadiums and theatres. So they're already putting it all in place, Ando. You know, you've got to have your vaccination status up to date. With Have your little government app to prove it. And then we'll let you into places. Um, further on, here we go. These announcements appear to give rise to a very satisfactory result. Mandatory reporting of inoculations will give authorities accurate information about who has received the jab. And those people, in turn, can provide their vaccinated status on a readily accessible app if need be. Lots of Australians will be happily will happily download the app. Some might even see it as their civic duty. So they're really trying to put that back on people. Uh, there will be many who will balk at these arrangements. So what are their rights? In a country like ours, without a constitutional bill of rights, can you refuse to be vaccinated and so be denied a service, preference or privilege? Who has the legal power to ask you to provide, uh, sorry, to prove you have been vaccinated? And can you refuse to answer the vaccination question? And the article goes on. There's a lot more to this. So I will actually put this up on uh, realnewsaustralia.com and and I'll put a link to it as well in the show notes. So those are some pretty poignant questions there. But you can see where this is going, Andy. It's all in place. They've had the meetings. They've got the laws in place. Um, They're, you know, building the digital infrastructure already. Um, And then they constantly keep coming out and saying, though, it won't be mandatory. It was right of us. Even just recently, Danielle was telling me that they've got articles now saying, um, even Greg Hunt and all that and ScoMo were saying, yeah, we did the right thing by not making this mandatory because, you know, um, they know that people will do the right thing. This is what they're saying. Isn't that crazy, mate? Oh, it's just <laughs> insanity on a new level, you mm. know. Like, these people don't understand what humans are all about they think that they can bully coerce and enforce their their way of medical tyranny um by blocking air travel and blocking access to restaurants and cinemas and and god knows what but you know what people people are very you know innovative and especially around digital technology like there'll be ways around it you know and just like we've seen like in melbourne like with that gym I don't know if you followed that at all. I think I did see yeah, a bit about that. You know, it's it's already happening really early on where people people are pushing back against the system and pushing back against these ridiculous, you know, fines and all of this this sort of like threats from like just basically an empty empty 
worthless governments like and and these fines are being overturned so easily too. Mm. So once this sort of catches on, like people people just need to get some courage and open up restaurants and throw out all of this QR nonsense stuff like that. They can the there's nothing there's no law saying that a business has to get all of their customers to swipe their smartphone over a QR code. It's absolutely ridiculous, you know, and people are just bullied by police with threats of fines um, to, to roll out these ridiculous procedures. Once people cotton on to this, man, the whole thing just collapses, Yeah, you know, and, and, and I feel the start of it has already happened. And really, you know, you see these huge movements around the country and that sort of thing. There, businesses, including airlines, are basically, uh, you know, conservatively ready to cut off thirty to forty percent of their customer base. I mean, it's not it's not smart from a business point of view, as well as a moral point of view. I just, I just, I general, I can't, I just can't see it holding up. You know, I really can't mm. unless unless the great majority of the population get vaccinated and dumbed down and we just, you know, transform into something else. But but this this system that they think that they're going to roll out, it, it it hasn't got legs, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know? um, it hasn't got legs. It's uh, it's like there's no love to it at all. There's no there's no positive vibe to anything that's going on. And people, people have either got a choice to to like, you know, fall into this huge depression trap of like this this way of living, or or get happy and and get get clear of this stuff. I I, I think it it it's slow, looking at it. You know, like you and me have discussed this off air many times. It's painful watching it all, you know, and you and you're thinking, man, why can't these people just wake up? God's sake, you know, like. Yeah. Can't they see? But like at the end of the day, the movement is happening in the right direction. It isn't going the other way, if you know what I mean. Like people aren't aren't going more and more towards the government, you know, as their saviour. No, no, no. It's going. It is the movement is going in the right direction, be it slowly. So you know, that's my two cents. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think it's probably going to look. When, if they do start doing this and saying, you know, and allowing businesses to, you know, and uh, not just with employees, but I mean with patrons and customers that if they say, if they want to make a rule that says, oh, we'll only allow people in our business who can prove they've been vaccinated or with the jab or whatever. And if, if, they, if they're allowed to go on and do that, then I think um, it's going to it's gonna take some real good grassroots organizations to to come together with you know like 20 or 30 people at one time and just do some like you know uh, like in a sense some raids on some of these businesses and things and be like oh you know oh we all want to come in and buy stuff and and you know promote you know, not promote but you know patronize uh, patronize your business and give you money and you know buy your goods and services etc you know um and then if they go and say, oh, do you all have the, you know, the pass? Have you all had your vaccine? If they, and, you know, 30 people say, no, 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 we don't. Can we still come in and stuff? And if they're like, oh, no, they'll be like, oh, well, you just lost 30 people's business in one day. Imagine the money you're going to lose. And, and just point. keep doing that to different businesses. Anyone who's saying, 
only only the vaccinated can come in. Then we need the unvaccinated to just go in force and go, yeah, like, yeah we'll we'll come and we'll buy stuff from your store. We'll be customers. Um, but we're gonna only gonna do it if we're allowed to come in without that stupid vaccine thing. And if you say no, then you know, you're gonna keep losing business and we're gonna basically tell all everyone to boycott your businesses, you know, and we won't. Like people in this movement will be like, yeah, we're not gonna go and support businesses who say only vaccinated can come in. I guarantee you they're gonna suffer. And um, they'll quickly turn well, around and realize they can't do it, Andy. And, and let's just take, for instance, like a gym, for example, which is a good one. Let's just say like across Brisbane or any capital city that they that there was a blanket rule. Anyone joining a gym has to be vaccinated, you know. And then there was one gym, you know, in, in each capital city that said, you know what, F you. You know, like anyone. Only the come. only the unvaccinated can come. <laughs> yeah, something. Well, maybe they just say like anybody. We're not putting. Yeah, not, I know what you mean. Not, yeah, anybody. Yeah. I I tell you what's going to happen with that business, General. That business is going to triple overnight. Yeah. Because social media will will go berserk. Um, the word will get out. Um, and and. Uh, you know, and yeah. you just get the right legal advice because the fines will come in thick and fast. And I'll tell you what, you like just just don't pay them. Mm-hmm. Just just like stand up for your rights and 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 move on and be and be brave. And that example will be set for other businesses. And that's how I see this whole thing will just collapse. Yeah, yeah. just keep because, doing it. Keep because, saying, all right, let's go to court. We'll fire in court. And every single one of them says that they'll they'll yeah. the system will fucking crumble around them. They'll realize that yeah. they've made a massive error and they cannot do that. Because the people will, and literally, we just have to vote with our feet. You know what I mean? Yeah. For a show of force, manpower. You know, we just need to show up to the businesses that care, avoid the ones that don't, and help out the businesses that need that help. And you know, if they want to buck the system, then we'll be behind them. Set up a GoFundMe, and everyone will chip in. You know, whatever it takes. Like shit, man. Like we're, that's what I mean. If that's what's going to take to to get our way out of this thing, then that's what we're going to have to do. You know. I think you're absolutely right, man. That's that's literally what it's going to come down to is voting with our feet, because um, well, they, we'll they're going be, to try it. If they can get away with it, Andy, they'll they will they'll try it. You know, absolutely, yeah, yeah. But once once business people say, "Man, this is this is terrible," this mm. this gym down the road, for example, man, they're all our customers are going there. Well, you know what? Like, what do you think is going to happen to the general like like business within that industry countrywide? Yeah, yeah. That, and that's that's where I see the collapse of all of this thing, you know. You're right. Um, You'll have like all these chamber of commerce meetings and all these, you know, all these chamber of co- local government chamber of commerce people will be going, you know, we've got all these complaints. All these businesses are complaining to us. What do we do? You know, we we can't. Yeah. They're all complaining that they're they're losing all this business because they won't let people in and or they're requiring them to do this. Like you know, what do we do? <laughs> you know, what I mean, they'll and that'll that'll get that'll go up the chain of command it'll get back to the government and they'll be like oh yeah we've got to ease these things or you know we'll have to, we'll have to remove them all together or you know because that's where it'll come yeah. to yeah it'll it'll, it'll just collapse mm. because business businesses are like a like a profit generating entity that's all it is if your profits like damaged like severely damaged like a 30 40% downturn then there's no more business most businesses couldn't survive that Oh, absolutely. Some, so a, lot, a lot of businesses will, will shake at the knees if they have a, say, a ten percent drop. So if there's one gym in the whole of the the area, say our area of Logan, that's taking away all of the business because they've got a freedom policy. Well, you know, 
And, and I can tell you right now, that's exactly, if I had a gym, that's exactly how I would like run it. I would just have a freedom policy mm. and I would market the shit out of it and I would triple my business in the first month. I isn't know it, I would. Isn't it funny though, Andy, how I know you sort of, you picked Jim as, a, as an example, but um, you know, we've seen so many videos and things online and shared around our groups and stuff from, from gym owners and gym business owners from in different countries around the world and they seem to be the ones that are the most switched on, don't they? Like they're the ones that realize that all this is all bullshit and, you know, they just want to run their business and no one's sick, you know, we're all healthy. And you know, it's just funny that you know, it's, yeah. it's just the gym, all the, the gym people, the healthy people, we're all the crazy ones, you know? <laughs> I think that's the industry. Yeah. I mean, because it's, because the gym, it is about health, of course, you mm-hmm. know, but like I could take, let's just take, um, you know, the restaurant industry as well. You know, and that's a huge one because, like, that, I mean, all of the people in the freedom movement, like, they all like, everyone likes to occasionally go out and have a nice meal or anything like that, too. If there's only one freedom restaurant in, say, southeast, like, Brisbane, then, like, its patronage is going to triple, quadruple, like, in the first month. I mean, word will get out. And the other restaurants, man, like, geez, business is really quiet for us. You know, <laughs> it's like, it, it won't take them long to call them. No, they'll have to either acquiesce to freedom or simply go broke. Yeah, right? that's exactly and, right. And, and at that point, it'll, it'll tip. It'll tip in your favor because the business owners have to get to the point where they've got no, no option, like, and no, to, to be on the side of freedom. So that's how I see it. That's exactly how I see it will come. And it won't matter what, what government directives will come because business owners will say, well, I could follow your, your stupid directive or go broke. Uh, I mean, I've got a mortgages and I've got like responsibilities for staff and everything like that there. I've got, that's my higher priority than your, than your government directive. So I'm going to follow the you know what my competitor down the road is doing and he's opened up his business as a as a freedom restaurant and i'm i'm just i've got no choice but to follow that mm. and mm. and and that's 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 where it'll roll so shit you man that's where it'll come to what a, what do i know i'm just a conspiracy theorist so. <laughs> how funny is that though andy i'm just just scrolling through my facebook feed right now and someone has shared a uh, a screenshot from the new york times the new york times the old maid herself, right? The old grey maid, yeah. or whatever she's called. It's got here uh, by Charlie Wardsall. It's an opinion piece from the in the New York Times, and it says the headline reads, "Don't go down the rabbit hole." Underneath, critical thinking, as we're taught to do it, isn't helping the fight against misinformation. <laughs> so they're literally hitting the panic button. Whatever you do, don't think for yourself. That's basically the message they're telling everyone. You know what I mean? Just listen to to us. Don't think for yourself. Don't go down the rabbit hole. Far out. Look at the desperation, mate. Look at the desperate. I mean, I'm I'm relishing in this, to be honest, mate. I'm loving the desperation, the the lengths they're going to to try and cling to these last vestiges of of power they used to have. Isn't it crazy? Well, well, it is crazy. I mean, the strongest li- the strongest vibration um, for humans is is love, and the the lowest vibe, the um, the weakest vibration is hate, fear. So, you know, it's it's inevitable, like Morpheus would say, that the love vibration will overcome all of this. It's just going to take a little bit of time, you know. But mm. in the end, 
like you know humanity will win out on all of this um oh, am i too. saying that there's not going to be some casualties in a war unfortunately it's going to be yeah, like there will there, be there, there will be there will be and there has already been casualties in oh. a war because we literally are in world war three right now mm. and and like there is going to be a lot of casualties um as we know um but at the end of the day like we can't we can't do this forever it just doesn't make any sense at all to me and at all you know they've they've tried to roll out this vaccine andy and you know have you noticed who who they've tried to get on board first it's you know well all the elderly and the nursing home people of course because whatever they can do the system can do to try and bump them off a bit quicker that's what they'll do but next in line in that first stage of the rollout is all the health workers isn't it all around the world it's it's health workers you know it's the doctors the nurses you know gps whatever it's it's all the people in the health industry worldwide that they've tried to roll it out with and they are coming up against the that's where the biggest opposition is of the uptake have you noticed it's all like i'm just looking at nursing news out of india right now uh, it says here they've put an article up Netherlands, 87,000 healthcare workers denied the COVID-19 vaccine. 80, that's like literally the entire nation's health community staff, you know, no, said yeah. no to it. What does that say? It's, it's just, you know what I mean? It's unraveling in front of our eyes. Yep, if, they're, if the doctors and nurses aren't willing to take it, why the fuck should we, you know what I mean? Like if they're the ones and they're the health, they're the ones, you know, saying that they're trying to, um, you know, keep everyone healthy and all that sort of stuff and you know, get your vaccines, blah, blah, blah. But even this vaccine, they don't want to take. 87,000 healthcare workers said no to the COVID-19 vaccine. Good on them, I say, but it just goes to show you once again, the pushback coming from the health industry themselves. They know that this thing is not good. Not all the health industry. Ours, I mean, only if you've seen the comments from Claire in, um, in our chat group. Oh. Um, Claire was... Uh, She's a uh, PhD in human nutrition and was, she was a guest on my Patreon show, folks. If you wanted to listen to a really fantastic show with a, with a professional, with an expert in her field um, talking about that sort of stuff, then get on board my Patreon and uh, listen to that one. It's going to cost you like five bucks a month minimum. Um, we, so even Claire, Claire's in our little chat group and we talk constantly and she's been sharing some information with regards to the COVID vaccine rollout here in Australia. And... Um, yeah, she's she's constantly fucking beating her head up against brick wall, isn't she, mate? She's like, you know, all my colleagues and my coworkers. It's so hard to get through to them that this thing is not a good thing. You know, they're all just they're, they're kind of frothing at the mouth to get their fucking vaccine. She's quite upset by it, to be honest. That that's what what that's what it's come to. You know, um, so she's really worried about her her colleagues basically because they're all the ones that are they're going to get it first, and it's just a matter of time now before she starts to see the damage occurring. So I don't know what it is with Australians and our health. You know, they must have really had a number a number done on them. You know what I mean? The system has just put that the, the the mocker on them. You know, like they've hypnotised them and brainwashed them to think that this is what we need. You know, uh, crazy stuff, mate. Um, I really feel for the people who are going to be lining up to get that in our health industry. We need you guys. We need the health industry people. You know, and they're the ones that are going to be bloody falling first. Crazy. Well. It is, uh, you know, like we just said, like it's going to be casualties of war. But, you know, the, the sad thing too is is this this vaccine, like a lot of adverse reactions won't become immediately visible 
just like peanut allergies. Correct. Like yeah, it'll um, develop like over peanut allergy. Could be years. Yeah. 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 It could be. So, you know, if we see it as a weapon, then the weapon is designed to go off at certain times and stages that, that suit the actual operation. So if you have a if you have a peanut allergy, which I believe is an adverse reaction event, and then you have like an allergy to an actual influenza at a later date that will kill you, then really like uh, these kind of like experimental weaponized vaccines could could start bumping people off maybe next winter or the winter after that when you get a bad flu mm. Mm. you know so it, it could be a, a, like a more of like a timed type weapon so um so yeah it's uh it's scary stuff, but mm. um, this is this is what people are potentially putting into their bodies. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, you know, good it's luck good. to them. Yeah, I think I agree. Um, I'm so glad that five thousand plus people at least came to that Brisbane march. You know, and and you know, in that show of solidarity to stand up against this kind of madness. Um, I mean, would have loved to have seen or heard of 10,000 20,000 but I'm, I'm pretty impressed with 5,000 plus people going you know that's that's so good to see that's fantastic that's I think that's just it's amazing that people are taking that stand mate it's awesome well yeah. actually well the last one last one that was done uh, just before Christmas I think early December or something um, there was about because everything was going good at that time I think there was a, probably just over a thousand so so really, you know, like if we look at it that way, then it's like around 500% increase between that rally and this one. So mm. if we have that kind of numbers moving forward and people started to awaken and really realize that they're very, very rapidly losing all of their rights um, and a dystopian future awaits them unless they can collectively wake up um then yeah like um 5000 can turn into 50000 within 3 months so then then the government's got a massive problem on their hands um so yeah it's changing up you know it's just it's frustratingly slow um and uh the the campaigns from the government are just are just frustrating but uh <laughs> I, I i believe i believe we're in the good fight Oh, absolutely, mate. Um, now, let's move on to the next topic, mate. So, uh, when was it? It was uh, Monday, just gone. Where is it? I'm just reading uh, February 18th, maybe February 17th, something like that. Um, Facebook comes out and says, nope, no more news content on our feeds, in your news feeds in uh, Australia. So, uh, you know, you couldn't see all the propaganda bullshit coming out, which is kind of a good thing. Because <laughs> all, the, all the mainstream media companies went into panic mode because they're not getting any of their articles onto social media, that, which was obviously a massive driver for viewership of all of their bullshit content anyway. But, you know, that's where they're all... At. No, no one's going to their websites to, to read these things. They're all clicking through from fucking social media. And they know that. Facebook knows that too. Um, so then again, they go and pull the pin and say no more. Uh, unfortunately, that also got a whole bunch of um, collateral damage as well. So, you know, Ethan's TOTTnews.com um, 
no longer able to share content on on uh, uh, Facebook. Uh, all of his, so you try and go to his page and you can't see any of his previous content at all. It's all just blocked. Nothing there, um, which is extremely unfortunate. Um, but some good news though, folks. Good mm. news. Real News Australia survived the purge. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm like going, how am I able to still post shit? And Ethan's like, how did you, what did you do? How did you get yours up still? I'm like going, man, I never got taken down. Like it, I was just able to, they, they missed me. They, I've even got real news, Australia, you know, real news in the title news and they still miss me. And we're having a bit of a look and we sort of think that perhaps it's because mine is labeled as an interest page on facebook whereas his is labeled was um news and media or all that sort of stuff and of course all the other big ones were as well they weren't they weren't labeled anything else but um so we're kind of thinking that that's that's the reason why facebook picked it up because it was either labeled a government organization or it was labeled news or media or something and they all got bing turn the lights off you know um but real news australia we uh, we survived and i'm still able to share um content i cannot share i cannot take a like for, for example i cannot take an article from my website like the one i read out just before the um forget tap and pay tap and display is coming i can't actually take that link and put it in my facebook feed it doesn't come up it just says something went wrong and you're not allowed to do this so what i've been instructing people to do i'll tell everyone now so there's a fantastic website that's been around for quite a while. Um, I think since about 2014. It's called Internet Archive, uh, or otherwise known as web.archive.org or the Wayback Machine. So this is a website. So they're a non-for-profit organization. Um, and they, they're basically building a digital library of the internet. And every time a website puts something up, um, you know, their, their bots, their crawlers, scour the entire internet to basically save image, screenshots, images, or basic page layouts and things of every internet page they can find. It's a really fascinating um, website and tool, and you can look up anything. So another good tool of a uh, good thing that it does is, uh, and this is how a lot of people are catching out mainstream media. So if mainstream media put up a, a headline in an article and they, you know, put shit in there that they're not they shouldn't have put or they got busted on and then they go and update it you know a couple of hours later and rechange the headlines or take out a few words or names whatever which people are constantly busting them on um that original content that they put up has been saved it's in the wayback machine it's at internetarchive.org and you can go and find it you can see when they changed it you can take a screen you can take a uh, the saved version and the new version you can compare the two and you know what i mean like it's a fantastic tool but the the best part about it is so for example my article i mentioned before that forget tap and pay one you can take that link you can go into the wayback machine put the link into their little search bar and you hit go and if it says that it hasn't found one for that page you can then tell it to archive that particular link and it'll go and archive that link bang it's now been saved in the internet archive on their on their servers and then you can then go into it and take their link, which will have something like internet or web.archive.org and then blah, 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 your your website after that. But the best part is that link coming from the Wayback Machine will actually work when you save it and you share it in Facebook. Facebook doesn't recognize it as a news media post. So it goes and it's there and you can share news links and articles and stuff. That's the best way to do it. So that's how I've been sharing, you know, news content links on uh, real news Australia's Facebook page. 
because it's quite literally the only way to do it. And I only know of this because I hear James Corbett talk about this. He's mentioned this plenty of times. He says whenever I, whenever he shares and talks about mainstream media links and articles, he always tells all of his followers, he goes, don't go to their page. He goes, here's the link to the web.archive.org page because that means they won't get any of the advertising revenue to their you know for their views on their website because you're not looking at it on their website you're looking at an archived version of it so you're taking away advertising revenue from the big companies as well which is another awesome thing um, so that's a, a side bonus of, uh, of using the webarchive.org and the Wayback Machine. Um, but that's what I've been doing to share content via uh, Facebook. It is a little bit more time consuming because you've got to take their page, upload it, which t- can take a minute or so sometimes. Then you've got to grab their link, go into it, you know, and then share it again. So there's a little bit more stuffing around. But where there's a will, there's a way, Ando. And I have uh, demonstrated how to do that. Um, I do have a video of how to do that as well, which I'm going to put up. Uh, on the Real News Australia Facebook page as well. I can probably do that while we're talking. But yeah, so that, that's how it's done, mate. So there is a there is a little way around it. And I've told Ethan about that as well. And he does mention it in his article. So if you want to go over to... Um, I have actually archived this particular link as well. So it is uh, shareable as well. Uh, so his article, uh, tottnews.com, Facebook bans Australians from sharing or viewing news content. And I wanted to go this through this with you as well, Andy, um, because there's more to this than meets the eye. So let's just take people um, for a little bit of a ride here. So Facebook is prohibiting publishers and people in Australia from sharing or viewing local and international news content in a response to proposed media bargaining laws. The move inhibits news creators, including TOTT News and RealNewsAustralia.com, from reaching new audiences with quality news and information uh, information via organic reach from its reader shares. Information ban. The Orwellian world of Facebook has finally revealed its true colours after announcing that publishers and individual users in Australia are prohibited from viewing or sharing news content. The move comes after months of discussions surrounding the Australian government's controversial media bargaining laws, which would see Facebook have to pay news outlets to display content. Facebook this morning said it was left with a stark choice after being unable to find a solution uh, in discussions with the Australian government. The proposed law fundamentally misunderstands the relationship between our platform and publishers who use it to share news content. Ernest, so William Easton, uh, Facebook Australia's and New Zealand's managing director said in a blog post. Most news outlets from ABC to the Sydney Morning Herald have all had their walls reduced to zero posts and are not permitted to post any type of content. TOTT News has also fallen victim to this morning's purge as can be seen below. So he's got a screenshot there. You can see there's no posts on there. It's barely even a, there's a, a profile picture but no background image or anything like that. It's just basic. Uh, almost a decade of posts, content, discussions, debates, and more, all hidden from the public. In George Orwell's 1984, the party understands that by rewriting the events of the past and controlling the narrative of history, they can maintain their position of authority. Every record has been destroyed or falsified. Every book rewritten, every picture has been repainted, every statue and street building has been renamed, every date has been altered. As we continue our transition towards a brave new world order, controlling the flow of information and ultimately the narrative for future generations is amongst the highest ambition. Today we see a massive leap in the great information war of our time. 
an engineered deception based on lies with one goal, to restrict open discussion. Now, this is the key part here, Ando. So I mentioned this is this is what we're seeing, and I think I was talking to uh, James, shout out to James Pierce as well. Uh, James is also a candidate for the uh, No Mandatory Vaccination Party over there in Perth too, so get on board with James. Um, so here we go. No uh, problem, reaction, solution, Ando. I'll be one of the first to say this was a planned situation all along. A fake, I agree. A fake media debate between conglomerates that have long worked together to bring about this very moment. It isn't the news companies who will be hit, many of whom are already striking deals for their content to continue. Rather, it is the little guy, the free individual in their quest to share information. These are the ones who are impacted by most, uh, most by this. So Ethan, myself, and many others. Well, not necessarily myself, as I found a workaround, but anyway. Um, we have already seen this on the search engine side, where Murdoch and Google have made deals. Uh, I would have, I thought it would be appropriate to give my two cents on the matter. So this is Ethan talking here. Yes, many of us already could predict censorship coming soon. See his article called Big Brother is Here and His Name is Facebook from 2018. And yes, alternative platforms do exist that can allow the world, uh, the word to spread further. However, my point has always been this. Why should we have to? Why should we even have to, he says. Facebook is a worldwide marketplace that offers opportunity like no other. It really is that simple. I would not be surprised if many readers discovered TOTT news through Facebook. Same, likewise, with my website. Mainly because they've seen a news article pop up from us and thought to themselves, that's what I've been saying. The page also serves as a way to connect like-minded communities. Absolutely. Convenience is a real thing for most. When I attended a Walkley media presentation in 2012, even then, 75% of all news traffic was coming from social media, meaning that people would much rather click a link that takes them to the information as opposed to typing in a news website address regularly, which is what I said before. A large part of the casual viewership comes from this. People aren't, sorry, people that aren't really on board with TOTT News, but we'll see our content pop up in the midst of hundreds of, of uh, pages on their news feeds. There is also many members and friends of people who share content, either for or against. I feel it is it's bigger than simply, well, see you later. Echo chambers on alternative platforms sometimes shelter us from an open and vast community on Facebook, in which the real impact can be made on impressionable minds. Our bushfire article was shared on Facebook over 80,000 80, times. Um, not, at, oh, so not all agreed, but were exposed to the article. So 80,000 times that bushfire article was shared. It was incredible. Well done, Ethan, on that one. Uh, by forcing us off, they solve long-standing problems of controversial groups, anti-vaccine momentum, the spread of alternative information at rapid speed, and more. Should the truth community not fight for the impact they are having? We recently discussed how like-minded individuals on Facebook have been influencing the emoji reaction on posts from major news outlets, making the laugh reaction the most engaged with uh, for many serious COVID-19 posts. The average person looks and thinks to themselves, what is this? So that's like I talked about quite a few times, Andy, how you know, we, we, I always click the, the ha-ha, the laughing emoji thing on, on all those mainstream media articles. And yeah, the, the predominant reaction is the laughing things on mainstream media posts because people are literally laughing at these idiots, you know what I mean? We can see the propaganda. 
Um, so he just mentions that there. Uh, this is just one example of how social media is being used in a positive way. Does anyone think it is suspicious that this happened around the exact same time as the rollout of COVID vaccines in Australia? amidst a $24 million national campaign to push those products. What does that tell you about the impact? Now, they are attempting to remove this. We will transition to alternative media sites, and I hope that most people who were on Facebook have already joined as a free subscriber to keep updated with our work. However, I still urge people to not bow out gracefully. One way to continue to post news content on your timeline is via the Wayback Machine. So I, I instructed Ethan about this, and he's included it in his article as well. Uh, just type in the website, blah, blah, blah. I already said that before, so I'll skip that bit. Um, just as BP, a private company, is opposed for unjust and unaccountable oil spills, so too can Facebook's private realm be opposed for their unjust censoring of free thought. This may all not stick with legislation still to be finalized, so there remains some time for change. The message is clear. They no longer want alternative information in the public domain. Where will this road lead from here? Let us know in your thoughts below. And he's got some uh, comment sections there. But here we go. So uh, I agree with um, exactly what um, Ethan and I sort of talked about and he's mentioned in the article there as well. It definitely is a problem-reaction-solution situation because, yeah, Andy, do we really believe that they're not going to come up with some alternative? A deal will be struck. They'll still get their way. All the big, all the big names, the big MSM will still get to share all their propaganda and crap, and little guys like myself and Ethan will be blocked out of uh, of their content, and it'll be controlled even more so. Look, it's an absolutely like spot on article, and of course, you know, like we've been saying for over twelve months, General, it's all a business plan. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and mate, you've um, been saying it. That's that's what you're, you've coined it, mate. It's a business plan. You're spot on. <laughs> it's a it's a freaking business plan, and Facebook are doing business with the big big players, Murdoch. What's that? What's that? Go, Andy. That... It's a big club, and you're not in it. <laughs> yeah, we're not in it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> It's a big club and we're not in it. Mm. So that's exactly how it is. And, um, and yeah, they want to control information uh, through their assets. And we know that their assets are the big commercial media agencies in this, com- in this country. So, so no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you completely, generally. I'm calling absolute bullshit on this whole thing. And uh, they've all done deals. They've all signed contracts. And this is just playing out. It's all part of the theatre. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah, big time. Yeah. So, um, but a bit, you know. But it's like really, it's it's falling apart, isn't it? Really, I mean, it's only a matter of time with all of these groups. And and like you alluded to, like it, the Facebook thing has always had a shelf date for the you know freedom, truth, or community. So um, yeah, well, we got too big. So, you know, we, those they've realised. The only reason they're doing this, Andy, is because they know that millions of people around the world are waking up to this bullshit. And and this COVID-19 scamdemic is one of the things that has woken them up, isn't it? You know what I mean? We've, we've right. seen a massive awakening happening because of this. Because common sense seems to prevail, um, you know, in the light of of this insanity of people trying to uh, to push all the lies and, and that hidden agenda on them. But there's, there's still a lot of people out there that are waking up and going, this, 
no, this doesn't make sense. And they're, and they're looking for that alternative viewpoint and they're coming across and they're seeing all of us and all the like-minded people talking about it and shouting from the rooftops and going, share this information, you know, here's the truth and, you know, listen to these doctors. They're, talk, they're, they're coming out and they're putting their, their, their careers and their lives on the line here, you know, to speak out against all this, this, this scamdemic and, you know, what have they got to gain by coming out and, and losing everything that they've had, you know, like... And, you know, people are, people are, are believing there. They're, they're seeing that. They're going, you know, that's right. You know, why would that's they? Right. So, and they're all coming together, it's, mate. And they, the system knows this. They know that people are waking up to all the bullshit. They, they were yeah. like, how many times do we see those groups getting shut down, Andy, with like, you know, hundreds of thousands of, of members and, and, and page likes and things in these groups on Facebook. And then they just come and turn them off, you know, like bang, gone. Because there's too big. There's too many people. And now they know if people... That many people got together, that many like-minded people get together that all hell can break loose. You know, we, we've got that power to change minds if there's that many people. Uh, and they know that. So they keep shutting down those big groups when they get too big, you know. Um, yeah. But somehow Real News Australia survived the purge. I just sort of let everyone know I'm still on there. All my content is still visible. Scroll away, share away. It's all still on there. And yeah, enjoy the enjoy a bit of the truth and the sanity that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> and and enjoy it while you can <laughs> yeah exactly well exactly and i don't care of letting people know that i'm still there and gloating about it because i mean if they're going if they would have if they're going to shut me down they would have done so already you know what i mean so it's just their fuck up that they miss me and i'm going to exploit that as much as possible you know and and like like you really know like real news australia and tot news and corporate report and all of these sort of things they aren't for your mask wearing zombies anyway that's right. right so you know it's not the kind of channel that like your mask wearing vaccinated zombies are going to be like gravitating to anyway so they can stay with their their facebook and all of that you know mm. stuff and and you know like the thing with the internet and and digital services Anyway, like if you try and stop something, another one will pop up. Like it's an impossible thing to, to control. Yeah, you're the spot internet, on, mate. The, the internet can't, can't be controlled, uh, you know. So um, as, as, as the group, as the community, as society awakens, then they'll just follow around to the most awakened type of platform and I believe the most uh, that happens to be Telegram at the moment so in my opinion Facebook is like just rolling over on a very fast death and um, if I'm if I'm looking at any kind of social media or want to get my sort of um, news it's it's from TOTT News or Real News Australia while it exists on the websites and Telegram and that's it really that's me that's how I do it Facebook is really just like just mindless entertainment. That's the way it's becoming. Yeah, so, uh, it, it um, is. But I mean, I think Ethan's right in that article, though. Like, you, you, it would be it would be good to know if you get some sort of data on how many people are, you know, have only signed up to our podcast or only heard of my website and found my articles because of Facebook. You know, and maybe they you know hadn't hadn't seen it before hadn't heard it before or something you know like so it, it's yeah it, it has its benefits but you know the rest of it to be honest there's you know when you're looking at the stuff if you're following the things that regular people follow it's just mine it's just a mind soup you know it's memes and and stupid shit and like what adam from the crows files always said you know pictures of 
Kim Kardashian's ass or some shit like that, you know. Um, yeah. It's mind soup, you know. But there was, um, there's good groups on there. There, there are good people on there. And, um, you know, just just for the record, I think, you know, RNA's got, you know, well over 8,000 likes and followers on Facebook alone. Um, but I do encourage people to just, you know, pop your email address in over at realnewsaustralia.com and subscribe. So whenever I post an article, you'll just get one sent to your inbox. Um, that way, you know, you won't miss it. Um, and you can join over 3000 other people who I email, you know, fairly regularly with an article, you know, um, you know, I don't spam you. I only, you'll only get an email when I publish an article, which is when I write them, which is actually less than Ethan, you know, but I do share Ethan's semi-regularly as well as, and, you know, you're not missing out. You're getting quality, quality reporting and, and great articles as well. So, um, yeah, I just yeah. encourage people. Like I said, there's literally 3,013 people subscribed to my email um, addresses, um, my followers of my website. So, um, yeah, it's, you, you're not like, you know, there's only 20 people in there. There's fucking shitloads of them. Um, so mm -hmm. I encourage more and more people to go and do that. Um, jump on the, if you're, I mean, you're obviously already listening to this, if you're listening to this, but... Um, you know, spread it with your friends and families, chuck it on your Facebook feed. I'm pretty sure you can still share uh, podcasts on your Facebook posts. Um, but the other one we're on, uh, I'm also on Gab uh, over at gab.com, Gab Social. It's To me, it's fairly similar to, to Facebook in the way it's laid out and the way it's set up. Um, quite quite enjoying it over there, building a bit more of an audience there and you know posting content a bit more regularly. I've been, in, I've been on there since like December and but hadn't really done much about it. But lately, over the last couple of weeks, I've, I've been sharing a fair bit on there and um, lot, I'm noticing a lot more people getting on board. Um, yeah, so I encourage people to go head over to, if you're really sick of Facebook or if you've, you, you're have you done with it, you switched it off, you don't really want to get involved in there, but you just want to keep in touch with things on a social level, then yeah, by all means, get over head over to gab.com. And uh, I'm uh, you can find me at real underscore news underscore Australia. That's, that's what I'm on. Uh, and there's a picture of yourself and me, Andy, as my cover photo. <laughs> uh, that's what we're, we're on there. Just to let you know. <laughs> nice one, brother. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, I'll just, just quickly about the um, these like media laws and stuff like that. Um, my thought, too, was it could be Sam, because we, we all know that they want to control media. So do you think that like that governments could be coerced into making, you know, disinformation or their version of disinformation illegal somehow or finable or something along those lines? I don't know, mate. Maybe. Um... Could this could this be also uh... sort of maybe a, a further further down plan with, with where this is all heading? I haven't actually, I haven't actually thought about that. I've not really considered that, but it's a good point. Perhaps let's. Do you want to maybe just go down that rabbit hole a little bit? What are you, what are you thinking? What are you seeing? Like, well, what, I'm thinking. Well, I'm thinking that, like, let's just say, I mean, let's just take vaccination for one thing. You know, like that uh, so-called disinformation regards to vaccine effectiveness or something like that if somebody was to make comments about that sort of thing then it could be considered to be uh, illegal uh, the same as the same as you know how they they put a, laws in place in regards to discrimination and racism and stuff like that mm. like it 
Like it's an actual like law that you can't discriminate or you can't racially vilify people online. It became you can be, you know, charged for it. So are we heading down that direction in regards to news disinformation? So what will happen? Like obviously the big media companies will be like we'll be we'll we'll do a deal but like then if you or me or someone like posts an article that was is considered disinformation then it becomes an illegal event Mm, and it's recorded and they can yeah yeah yeah, i know what you mean i don't know i think that's uh, that that would really have to abolish freedom of speech really wouldn't they because you know which you know is granted to us under the Magna Carta. I'm pretty pretty sure. Um, yeah. If you well, know. it could be it could be a law. Well, well let's just say like a, a racial sl- like what is freedom of speech? If you get on there and say, oh, I, I you know I can't stand all Jewish people. Well, I mean that in this country right now, that's that's illegal. Mm. So, like, at what point? But it's we but well. Yeah, I think that's that's a little bit tricky though. Is it is it is the, would that be illegal? Because you're only stating an opinion, and your opinion you're entitled to your own opinion. It's not like you're going out saying, you know, you want to go and kill all Jewish people, or you're encouraging violence against Jewish people per se. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's a, there's a line. I think there's a fine line between what would be considered as you know, hate speech and so forth, and you know, and and causing harm or or promotion of harm to another human being or to another group or something as opposed to just sharing your own personal opinion and thoughts you know Uh, i think there is a fine line perhaps there's something about like causing offense and all of this sort of thing there Mm. i don't know it's just it's like this whole thing is like just feels like a very like dark slippery slope yeah they could really take this anywhere couldn't they yeah something something to ponder i think though yeah yeah. 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 So um anyway, we'll see there. where it goes. Mm. But like I de- I definitely think that you know Facebook is definitely on a on a downward slope to its eventual doom really do. So um mm. you know but we 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 live in a very very digital world so um and there's all of these things popping up like you just mentioned like about Gab and and, and many many others so uh where one falls, there's many other to spring up in its place. So that's um, right. Yeah. As far as that goes, I'm actually not too worried. <clears throat> Honestly, unplug yeah. the internet altogether. Yeah, I do agree with e- uh, with Ethan as well because we've we've talked about this many times that a lot of these other alternative media, social media platforms, you know, like uh, Gab and Parler and all these other ones, you know, it, it is an it is an echo chamber. The only People who seem to want yeah. to go to those places are people that want to have the freedom to say whatever the fuck they want to say, which is fine. Uh, and I, I like that there are places that people can do that. Um, but in terms of the majority of the world's population, you know, there's something like what is there, like four billion registered users on Facebook or something? You know, like it's a ridiculous amount. It's like half of humanity is on there. Um, so when you talk about joining, uh, you know, other communities that are only just sort of burgeoning and starting out, that have maybe a few million people in there, you know, it's going to be a while before you start to really get 
gain momentum and get more and more people on those platforms. You know, you really they really need to switch off and, and, and move away from the other ones um, before they really take you know take off. Because um, Facebook, it's 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 just it's 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 an entity, isn't it? It's so big. It's yeah. It's too it's it's too big, but it's just so big. It's it's massive, and you kind of. You know, as much as I hate it, I kind of have to be on there because I'm, you know, I'm getting through to a lot of people, and you know, we're we, we're getting a bigger audience there. You know, that's that's just where the people are. You, you kind of got to be there because that's where your audience is. So it's tough. Um, as much as we try and get everyone to come on board with everything else, and I do, I still promote those other ones. I, I'm all for alternatives, you know. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. It's it's the beast. <laughs> Fight fire with fire, I guess the old saying, man. You know. It's the love hate base, yeah. <laughs> Fucking oath. <laughs> uh, man, I've had a few drinks today. I've had we're doing some yard work and went and bought a fucking a nice bottle of gin to be honest. And we Danny and I have had a couple of them. It was really good. I had a, got a gift voucher for Christmas from my parents. And we finally used it. Brisbane gin we tried. It's really nice. It's actually called Brisbane gin, made with local botanicals and stuff. Anyway, um, nice one. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, man, everything else is going pretty good. Um, we're still getting plenty of rain. The weather's good. Brisbane is really good right now. You know, it's uh, it's sunny. Everyone's everyone I know of seems to be healthy, and you know, I'm not seeing sick people all over the place dropping like flies. You know, this 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 ridiculous hoax is uh, it's people just don't seem to really fall for it so much anymore. You know, I guess unless they, you know, the media comes out and says, oh, there's another six cases or uh, one case in one positive in Brisbane, we better lock the state down again for another five days or something, you know, like unless they do that again and all the idiots come out with their masks on. But right now I've still only seen one or two at the shops that might have a mask on, you know, um, hardly anyone, which is good to see. So, um, and people aren't social distancing, you know, all the chairs and around the shopping centers is, you know, I, I walked outside of Kmart when, my wife and I were there on uh, on Saturday morning when we ducked in to grab some shit before we took off, and there was um, a little waiting chair outside of Coffee Club, and uh, there was you know you can fit about eight people on it, and there was eight people on it, you know, all crammed shoulder to shoulder. Like no one gives a fuck about social distancing. It's it's just it's you know they're waiting for that uh, reprogram to kick in. Once the government says something, then they'll do it again and they'll take it seriously for some reason, but. Out of sight, out of mind, it seems to be. They're not really falling for it at the moment. Uh, no one really gives a fuck about it unless it's in their face and they're being told to do it. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. I have, I have, I definitely noticed it in the community that the social distancing thing has seen people seem to have gotten very tired of it and have slipped back into what's actually natural. Mm. That's in Brisbane anyway. Mm. So, um, mm. you know, definitely in lines, that you, you know, like mid last year when this thing was in full, like, you know, uh, alarm with the people there people were very diligently you know spacing themselves around <laughs> in the post offices look at over their shoulders like, giving you the dirty looks yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but now I, I i'm not seeing much of that right at the moment so it it is hopeful i think people are extremely tired of of this nonsense yeah uh, so uh let's let's see you know let's see what happens on the next um lockdown by the government and see how much they can get away with yeah i dare say there'll be another one um yeah we're not out of lockdown territory yet because i mean as we always keep pointing out to people you know we're constantly being told once the vaccine's here we'll go back to normal 
But then they go and say, oh, you know, do we, we still need to wear masks after the vaccine? Yes, yes, yeah, mask mandates will still be in place. Um, mm. What? Um, I thought that was going to disappear because the vaccine was here. No, 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 still need to social distance, still need mask mandates, uh, still need to you know, check in everywhere with your QR codes, blah, blah, blah. But wait a minute, I thought we were supposed to go back to normal because the vaccine's here now. No, 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 we never said that. You know, it's like fucking hell. You know, that's the sort of shit no, we're, we need, we're getting. We need, we need herd immunity, General. Yeah. There's only, we're, up, we're up to 70% now, and we can just need to try a little bit harder to get us up to 92.739%. Yeah. And yeah, then and then then we can let you go back to normal. Mm. It's those damned anti-vaxxers that are just holding us all back. Those oh, horrible. Yeah, those horrible people. Those horrible people who want freedom. <laughs> Anyway, all right, mate. Well, let's wrap it up for this one. Um, I'm I'm out of topics for this one. We've covered a whole film, a whole bunch anyway. Um, as per usual, folks, please do go over and head to our Patreon.com forward slash Real News Australia and uh, join up over there for some extra bonus content shows. There's at least I think there's about ten episodes over there. Recording. I'm supposed to do uh, part three of my Port Arthur um, expose. I will call that with uh, author Oscar Zimmerman, but uh, unfortunately. He was unavailable last last Thursday when we we're going to set up, so we're we're doing it again. This we're going to do th- this Thursday instead for part three. Uh, there's a whole bunch of episodes up there, folks. Um, please please head over. Um, I'm sure you'll love it. If you just want to do it for a month, listen to it all, and then um, you know wait another six months before you get back. I don't care. It's up to you. But just just get on board and help me out. It helps keep this operation going, um, so we can upgrade things, uh, provide you with much better content in the future, and all that sort of stuff. Anyway enough about that thanks for all those people who do support it uh we've got a, a bunch of members on board now already which is awesome but um this is the end of uh, another show so um general knowledge podcast season three episode nine done and dusted thanks andy for coming on for a chat no ethan on this episode he's probably too busy uh, it's all good he's always he's always got so much on the go but thanks again for joining me for the convo andy uh as per as per usual man absolutely good to have you on brother you're on mute Oh. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, mate. No worries. It's always a pleasure. Thanks, uh, man. And, and thanks, thanks to the audience, and, and thank you for all the work that you do. And I'm the one that's been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's a funny uh, button, sorry. Uh, it's all good, man. It's all good. All right. I'll talk to you later, man. Uh, all right. See you. Bye. Oh, just before we go to Andy, I forgot to mention, mate. Um, so normally we host this at podbean.com. So, you know, we've already got well over 300 odd people just subscribing to us alone on Podbean, which is awesome. Um, whole bunch of people getting our podcast from iTunes you know, or the, you know, the podcast app for Apple. Uh, we are now also up, thanks to people asking when I'm going to get up there, but we've now got um, Google Podcasts. We are now available on Google Podcasts as well. So if you've got Android, you can get us over there. And Spotify. I've got us up on Spotify as well, mate. So another the other big massive uh, outlet for podcasts and music. Yeah, yeah. So Real News Australia, General Knowledge Podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts uh, as well. So how good's that? Sweet, man. I, I use I subscribe to Spotify. So, um... Oh, cool. You'll have to search for it, man. Just just search for General yeah. Knowledge Podcast, and yeah, yeah, you should be able to find the same, you know, the usual logo and shit. And get us on there. <laughs> definitely will I definitely will oh well, good news that's excellent yeah yeah I thought I'd branch out and get it out there a bit more so yeah alright that's all I wanted to add for the end I forgot that just before I thought I'd be chucked in <laughs> alright brother all right. no worries Good night. see you mate bye bye
You're the 